Everybody, it is a Tuesday night again. We are so happy to be with you guys. Thanks for all the support and everything we do. Thanks for also voting on our new logo, which has been updated on all our social medias, for liking all our reels and our TikToks and liking our YouTube videos. We appreciate y'all. Uh, the boys are back together again today. There's a lot of sports that we're going to get into today. But before we actually started recording, we were talking about The Office, the show. Um, and if the English one is better than the American one, <laughs> I, I personally like the American one. I can never get ah, into the English there. one. And then we started talking about scenes. My cringiest <laughs> scene, in- though, I, want, I was holding on to this. The cringiest scene for me, though, is Scott's Tots when he's like, I paid all the uh, for the oh, tuition, dude. <laughs> dude. I can't even finish that episode. Oh, yeah. I'm like, no, nah, oh, not doing it. God that shit Lord. is cringy as f, bro. So I don't, I don't, I don't like that scene. Which one's y'all's? When Scott runs over Meredith, and sends her to the hospital. The rabies. Oh, that's, that's the rabies marathon. You know, you know the one that 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 had to. Oh yeah, yeah when she got attacked by the raccoon by a much more raccoon. Hilarious. Oh, the, hey, the, 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 the the fire one is a good one though, Chris. Oh, the, that's not. Hold on, hold on. We're gonna go we're gonna ahead, talk go about the, our go favorite ahead. one, a, a cringy ahead, one ahead. that for me at the beginning was cringy, but then it grew on me. Was uh the the episode whenever he him and I forgot her name. It's been a minute since I watched it, but they were together still, and he invited everybody to have dinner. And whenever the oh. in the din, the dinner table, he has the neon sign in the back, and he really wants to turn it on. That episode at the beginning, I didn't like that one, but it grew up. It grew on me, you know, well, watching it. talking about his flat screen TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this. Oh, and he's like, like and he pulls it out. Literally, he pulls it out the wall. Oh, my God. Bro. Oh, that's good. Stuff. That's too much, bro. Hey, so that fire one, I remember when everybody's going haywire, trying to get out. Don't worry, bro. Mac- and I watch him cut it through the cat, through the cat up to the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> and then the cat lands in, in the tile and lands on the other side and falls down. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, bro. That is shit is I know you guys can't hear it, but it's... Uh... Oh, we don't have to hear it. I you you can imagine it. I, I already know there's chaos going on. He starts throwing... <laughs> don't panic! Don't panic! He's don't the first panic. one out, bro. Don't panic! Don't panic! <laughs> Whoa, but that cat scene, man, that 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 scene just did. Right there, I, it, they, they asked him if the, the floor, if the, the, if the floor, door bro. handle is hot or not, and he's like, "It's warm." <laughs> yeah, it's warm. <laughs> he still don't open it. <laughs> this is where everybody starts freaking. That's it. This is where everybody starts to freak out. Oh my god! You have to get to the cat scene. I have to. See I know. This I know. It's scene. almost. Uh... We're almost there. We're almost there. Yeah, we're almost there. Hold on, this this one goes up right there. This one starts to go up right there. Like, oh shit. <laughs> hey, didn't Dwight shoot that fool too on the hand, on the leg too? One episode, he shot him. 
Oh, he huh? grazed him with a bullet. Remember, Darth oh, White shot a gun. He shot a gun in the office. Oh yeah. Oh, there's oh, a cat. There's a cat. cat. <laughs> this is fucking much, bro. <laughs> Look at the Oscars going up. <laughs> Holy crap! Look at this. <laughs> Why did this fool say I'm he gonna says, come back? Take, take, I'm I forgot. Back for the cat. Take, save Bandit. <laughs> I'll be back. I was said I'll be back. She just throws them. <laughs> Look, but wait. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Michael. <laughs> Kevin's just getting all the snacks. <laughs> And this Dwight. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Bro, I can watch oh, you all. Wow. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. That's oh. It. <laughs> You're welcome, guys. <laughs> welcome to the show. Welcome to the show about sports. <laughs> I'm done. Show's over, bro. Get a hold of ourselves. Carlos, tell us about your week. This this past week after the podcast, what you do? Oh, Any exciting man. things or or bad things? Whatever uh, you want to tell well, us. I guess um, no news is better than bad news. So just work, and, you know, and just uh, hang out with. Uh, still organizing my place and um, hanging out with the wife. So mm-hmm. uh, no, 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 normal things. Normal things. How about you guys? Yep. How, how are you doing, Domo? I'm doing all right. Um, since how last podcast. It was good. It was good. Um, I didn't really do much. Um, we went to church on Sunday morning. Um, Amen. I didn't do any fishing. Amen. I didn't, Amen. I didn't do any fishing this week. Um, just hung out with my wife and the baby for the most part, and then just work. Obviously, uh, that's oh. about it. Pretty uneventful. Nope. Got it. Like I said, no news is better than bad news. Yeah. Exactly. What's uh, up with for, you, Chris? For me, it was uh, I had the same kind of same thing. Domo said I w- I've been kind of gigging around uh with the whole music stuff this past weekend um so i've been at church probably more than i've been home <laughs> recently but uh mm-hmm. yeah so we're we've been doing that and then we got some exciting news but i just can't say all it yet all right i can't say okay 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 but uh but uh soon everybody will know but um no it's just it's just been it's, it's been an awesome uh week and weekend with the family here in houston and uh like the, we were talking about before bro Houston is like on steroids with this heat because it's like it's bad, bro. It's bad. It's it's, like 109, like 110. uh, I don't, I don't even check anymore. (laughs) No, it was like it was like 103, 103, but the feels like temps like 114, 115. It's supposed to be 105 on Friday. And we're we're in Friday. We're in August, so August is is usually like hot anyways. But we've been in this type of weather for for weeks already yeah. so it should be tipping damn. in the next in the yeah. next month it should slowly it's still going to be 95 98 but it should yeah. slowly start damn. trickling it's down. hot over here yeah. i shouldn't even tell you what the temperature is hot though yeah it's but, it's the no. one that's the one thing that I, i'll say like i love houston i love texas but the weather bro yeah if i could so. change that out i it's, would it's it's extreme <laughs> we're going into sports so um we had a lot of sports this past weekend right we had boxing um I mean, you can name it boxing. We had the Jake Paul fight and Nate Diaz fight. Uh, did mm-hmm. any of you guys catch that? Catch any highlights of it? He should have so, choked him out. <laughs> he tried. Yeah. He tried. He, he had him. <laughs> yeah, oh, he he, he would have been gone the first round. Yeah. yeah. If it was, but you can tell. You really UFC fight hands down Nate Diaz. 
it's over. But... Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, uh, definitely, it, definitely, I agree. And even you could tell Nate Diaz was just doing this fight just to catch the bag, pretty much, because he he didn't care, money. bro. He did not yeah. care. There's about nothing. Anything. There's no belt. There's nothing. So I mean, to him, it's just well, you know, you know, boxing has like a million belts, but yeah. It was but at the same time, at the same time, but, how Nate Diaz is and like all the shitty talks and yeah, that's how true. tough he is and everything. I was disappointed. I was telling people like, man, if this is just a money fight from Diaz, because all the shit he talks about being about it and he and he's legit, no doubt. But like to take this as a money fight, it's just like, come on, bro. Like, you know, what's funny though? Hurts his image. Hey, hey, hurts his image. He, he's, he's, he's about, about, he's about that money. About that money. <laughs> no, 100 percent. I'm, I'm not dogging him for that. I'm just saying like. It, <laughs> kind of, kind of like a, when you play a sport, like do you do it for the money or do you do it for the love of the game? Like that. Kind well, of there thing, is you know I mean? there's two different type of players there. There's fools that are passionate and know that money's gonna come with it, and then there's other fools that I'm gonna sit on this bench. I'm gonna get my money. I don't care what I do. And no. they don't, they're not passionate about it. They've done enough. I feel like this fight was there, that for him. And then that's it. Like okay, I made it. Kick back. Yeah. But there's some other fools that I mean, are still hungry. Cause like uh, even, even yeah, you guys could say this too. I mean, I, I don't know if you guys. I caught most of the fight. I didn't pay for it. Don't mm -hmm. get me wrong, but I, I caught most of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But um, even you could Diaz playing around. You know, he was taunting him even after getting hit or rocked a little bit. He was taunting him, which is yeah. fine. But it, even if you look at the the stat card and all that stuff, um, Diaz still put up a pretty decent fight for someone that didn't really care. Mm -hmm. You know, and they had to go to decision. That means Jake didn't really do that much besides a couple clean shots, which you can't, you know, you got to respect what respect is due in that sense. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I know for a money fight, I don't know. I did want Diaz to knock him out, not going to lie. Me too. Um, I think just, everybody did. Yeah. Everybody did. But, uh, and you know, the, I, I don't know if these fights are bought. Apparently, you can't do them anymore. Like in the in the past, you know, you could buy the, the ref or whatever mm -hmm. you would call them. But apparently, you can't do that mm -hmm. now because there's so much committee work. But, you know what I yeah. call them now? Uh, YouTube fights. They're just YouTube fights. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly what it is. It's uh, it. boxing. That t sort of boxing, I think, kind of like kills the whole history of of what boxing is. Um, well, it, yeah. it, to me, just a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> Isn't Eli Musk gonna fight what you call it? Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> yeah, this, this is what boxing has come to, bro. Yeah, so it's just one of those things where I would prefer, honestly. To watch a UFC, you know, um, type mm -hmm. of thing. Even like their their show is more interesting sometimes than a main event card of boxing. Um, me and Domo, yeah. let's put a boxing match. Me and you, Domo, we'll get some money too. <laughs> let's, do it. let's do it. Uh, I'm I, I, I will pay five bucks to see that fight. But well, well, yeah, I, we got two fifty, two fifty each. There, yeah. that. I, I, I saw something. I don't know if it's true or not. I was at work and just kind of scrolling. And this could be way off, and I'm just spreading rumors here, but I thought I saw something that said that uh, Jake Paul, or one of the Paul brothers, was like trying to call out Mike Tyson or some shit. Now, Mike Tyson, he's old, but that dude can still throw. He still well, trains. I think that was like, a little while ago. I think that was a little yeah, while that, ago. That, that yeah, that wasn't I, recent. Okay, I, I just saw that. it. I just I, saw it. I did hear okay. that. Okay, so, okay, okay. Something I yeah, will yeah. say, and I, I wish Miso was here because I want to talk WWE, but if it's just me, I'm not going to bring it up. But something I will you say, it is yeah, is the fact that so so uh, uh, SummerSlam happened this weekend, but it was okay. it happened in Detroit, and Logan oh, Paul shit. had a, a card out there. <laughs> a Logan Paul Logan Paul was in Detroit and did his match, finished his match, hauled ass to the airport, took a private oh, jet to Dallas. To watch his brother fight, so I will say that that his, he was still in his clothes too. Yeah, he was still in his suit. I mean, he probably like showered a little bit or something, but right. you know, I do respect that. the fact that he was there for his brother in that sense because going from Detroit mm -hmm. straight to Dallas 
to to pretty much you know just watch your brother fight i, I mean it's a huge fight either way there's a lot of money in in, yeah, in yeah, play yeah. so i think that's just dope as a brother um to do something like that you know for your little brother in that sense so uh, i just i'll go, I, I'll go watch you box bro uh, yeah, i ain't boxing bro that's something i do not uh, have right. i don't have that killer instinct say, bro. never mind i'd say i'd say first of all just going to Detroit, period. You gotta get him to those. <laughs> <laughs> you can no, no, give wait, you a wait, gun. Wait, <laughs> wait. He, he went from he went from Detroit to Dallas, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh no wonder he wanted to get the hell out of Detroit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what everybody in the comments are saying. He just wanted a dip, bro. Because he literally he literally fought, bro. He did his match and like yeah. called, like did his whole celebration thing because yeah. he won. And went straight to the SUV, and they took a police guest escort to the airport with his private jet, took off, and did a police escort back to mm-hmm. uh, AT or I don't know where I think was it an AT and T that I don't know. It's, yeah, I don't. Something it was like probably that. somewhere huge though. Um, I, I yeah, didn't okay. catch the venue, but uh, yeah, I, I just wanted to bring that little nugget in there. Um, yep. But <laughs> I was gonna say I'd say take it away with the uh, the Yankee Astro game you you brought up earlier before we hopped on about the pitching. Yeah. The, so. The, so the one of the the best umpires sarcastically saying Angel Hernandez is known to be one of the worst umpires uh to ever grace the the field of baseball and he uh he umped oh, sorry sorry this is not the ahead. game it was the fight on right No no this is this is what something way different But we need to talk about that fight though Yeah of course So uh, So on on one of the Astros games I can't remember the exact date it was on but Angel Hernandez was behind the plate and uh, it was terrible, bro. It was over 200 pitches per team. Um, aye, aye. Per team pitch. So that's mm-hmm. a lot of pitching. Mm-hmm. That is a lot, a lot of, pitching, of, of arm strength going. Um, the the kind of the average of throws thrown in, in baseball in general per team is around 146. Average, you know, that's not an accurate number, but it's just an average. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. just to see something like that happen is insane. You know, the, the amount of calls you have to miss. And Angel, Angel Hernandez just came back from an injury as well. So he's always been a controversial umpire behind the plate, first base, in the middle of short and second. And then third, he's always been controversial no matter what because he always does horrible calls. And, um, you know, he just I, – I, I don't think he deserves to be an umpire in the, in the major leagues. He can be an umpire for Little League maybe, but uh, <laughs> not, not the majors. And he's just I, I, overall terrible. So, yeah, there was a lot of pitches thrown, a lot of missed calls, a lot of uh, strikes that were strikes. Uh, Jose Altuve always got his head taken off by a pitch, and it was called a strike. I know Jose Altuve is short, but not that short, all right? Like, right, right, his, right. His, his strike zone still, you know, they, they, they fixed that up for them. So, you know, to, to get your head taken, almost taken off and then still be called a strike is insane. And, you mm-hmm. know, not just that, but the fans as well, you know, like fans go – to watch a good baseball game, especially the Yankees fans. Those are diehard, like That's the real true. Yankees fans. Those are crazy mm-hmm. fans. So, you know, I'm pretty sure they were pissed too. They they ended up losing that game, the game that Angel Hernandez was behind the, the plate. But it's what, just – What day was that? Was I that think Sunday? it was Saturday. I think it was Saturday. I saw um, the, the part of the Sunday game, the Astros were up by like six or seven, and then they end up – I don't know if they won the game or I didn't catch the end, but when I caught it, they were up by two. So I don't know. I didn't know if the Astros were blowing the lead, but – with what you're saying, maybe it was the um, the, the pitch calling, maybe. Yeah, it was terrible, bro. Because <clears throat> um, they had a four-game series. It wasn't just a three-game like mm-hmm. we're used to. So it was a four-game yeah. series. It was just bad overall. Um, and, and in my opinion, you know, an umpire, regardless of his age and all that stuff, should be held to a really high standard. That's why Absolutely. they're bringing into this AI stuff of a computerized 
That's umpire, crazy stuff. which is yeah. I, I don't agree with it personally because I like the it, I think it takes away, you know, the, the human of the game aspect. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Thank you for, for the, correcting that. So it's, to, that's for me. Um, I know there's a lot of people that are excited <laughs> about that. I think they started implementing a little bit of it in like triple A and double A, um, which is the minors for baseball. So if that does come, you know, out to the majors, I think it takes away the fun of the game uh, because everything's going to be spot on. There's going to be a lot of walks. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the thing is, like, I see what you're saying, and I do agree to a certain extent, but I think you're saying the same thing that I'm going to say is, like, you want it to be a level playing field. So I guess technically, yeah, AI, if they could get the call, right call 100% of the time, that would be a level playing field. But it also, the, the, the human aspect of it, that, change, that could change the momentum of the game on any sport but in baseball one call could could change a series which maybe that's not good or maybe that's not fair but i guess as a fan it would be good for or for a viewer it would be good you know what so, i mean so so that uh, little aspect there yeah so it, for like what you just said right now you know that one call uh one call that happened maybe what two three years ago i don't know i think two years ago wild card game against the dodgers and the giants um max scherzer was still with us and he actually came in as a closer and I, I can't remember who was batting for the Giants. I could care less. The point is that we were up. And mm. the last call, you had a guy on, on second. So you had a runner that could have been the, the game-winning run. Uh, mm-hmm. In a sense, you know, something was hit hard. Uh, I'm sorry, there was two batteries. And then there was a missed call. So Max Scherzer celebrated, and they just left it like that. So it was one of those things where, like, like football, like soccer has the VAR system. Um, mm-hmm. Baseball, if they implement something like that, that call could have been overturned. Because he didn't go all the way. It was a check swing. So he didn't yeah, go all the yeah. way. I don't remember, Carlos, if you remember that. That was whenever the uh, Chris Taylor ended up hitting the against the the, the Cardinals that walk-off oh, later that on. Walk-off. Oh, that was yeah. ridiculous, bro. I remember that one. Yeah, so they was, it was, he, he that was all part of it. Yeah, so that, that I, I, I could see why people want to go into, like, the big, you know, get your – you know, digitalized, computerized calls in. But I just think that takes the human aspect of the game away. Mm-hmm. Um, they're mm-hmm. already changing rules as is, you know, with the bigger bases, the pitch clock being more, you know, the time clock. Enforced. Yeah. So mm-hmm. all that mm-hmm. stuff, I think it kind of, it doesn't kill the game, but it takes away a little bit of the excitement for me. Because I've been watching since I was yeah. literally little. You know, the, the yeah. newer fans, they, they don't know. Uh, like we were talking before, I think before Domo even came on the show, was like, you know, our our baseball is now going to be history, and the new sort of baseball is going to be the you know what everybody yeah, plays. Yeah, yeah I, w- I was yeah, saying that yeah. our kids are going to be watching the new baseball. Yeah, they're going to mm-hmm. look at they're going to look at our baseball like, what the hell was that? <laughs> yeah, you guys, didn't, you guys didn't have a time clock back then. What's wrong with you exactly, guys? Exactly. Yeah. So, so just, we, and we're going to be like, well, it was better without the time clock. Really, without we you know we. Yeah. It was or, fine without let me, it, you know? Let me ask you guys a question. So I, I don't know if you guys know this, but in baseball <clears> now, there's uh, the pitchers and the catchers. They have like a little like radio thing. I, I forget what they're called. Um, mm-hmm. the, the comms. Uh, so they can say what pitches instead of doing the actual numbers on their fingers, like the old-fashioned way. What is better in a sense? You know, um, because there's been a lot of problems with the pitch comms where it'll go out on a rainy day or like there's bad weather. The pitch comms will shut out and then you got to go back to the old-fashioned way. You're kind of mm-hmm. taking away, you know, I don't want to bring up 2017, but like the trash can mm-hmm. banging all that yeah. stuff because yeah. it's not necessary right, anymore. Right. So right. what what is better now uh, to have a pitch comm system or 
to go back to the old fashioned way where the catcher and the pitcher they just have a nice communication of of what's going on. I mean, obviously you would say it. The catcher or whatever would say it quietly. It depends, I guess, if who's asking for the pitch. But with the with the and I, I've never I played baseball when I was real tiny. Mm-hmm. So like I, I I didn't play baseball like y'all did. So in a, I guess what I'm asking is like the catcher if tiny. he's saying if he's saying curveball like would the batter standing there be able to hear that? I I you know actually don't know that this is something more new in a sense, and they don't really just say like curveball. They, you know, they have certain. Well, they have a code. Yeah, yeah, code. yeah, the code I, stuff. I get it. I get it. So that stuff, yeah, just like, just like you can read signs and memorize a team signs or whatever. You know what I mean? You can see the pitch. That kind of yeah. thing. I, I don't know. To me, I, I would keep it old school because and and then you have nothing guessing. Like you're not gonna have that 2017 come up again. Right? That mm. supposedly Atuve had something mic'd up. That's why he didn't want his he didn't want to get his shirt ripped mm-hmm. off and all that. You you're not gonna have none of that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, and and also, I feel like it'll be more. It's actually more secretive, a little bit more secretive during the game. I mean, if you're if you're an actual player there in the bullpen, you you can't you can't see what the hell the the catcher is throwing to the pitcher. You know, it's way more. It's literally between the catcher and the pitcher. And yeah, and, mm-hmm. well, of course, us that's watching because you know the camera's always behind the pitcher and you can see yeah. what the what the catcher is giving you. But I mean, but other than that, I I, th- I say. It'll make it more easier on the empires and everybody that can see that it's not cheating. Nobody's saying this and this and that. So I, I, w- I would keep it old school that way just to keep it private. And it'll be it's a more personal thing between the catcher and the pitcher. Yeah. Okay. To go along, to go along with it. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that is a good question. This could go with a bunch of rules that they're changing. Uh, although I do like the pitch clock rule. I think it just speeds it up. But. A lot of the old school stuff, it's been that way forever. So, like, if it's not broken, why are you trying to fix That's it? That's what I say. Yeah, why it's not broke? Why fix it? <clears throat> so, I, I, there's a lot. Of, you know, I'm on the side of no pitch clock. I've I've said this since I, the news came out that that was gonna be enforced mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. because it's always been around, but it's just never been enforced. You know, it, it didn't really matter if you went over and stuff like that. So, like, if you go to a live baseball game like a couple years ago, you would see behind home plate towards the top there would be like a like a countdown timer. But they mm-hmm. would go over, and it would be like, whatever. It doesn't matter. There was nothing to enforce it. Umpires weren't enforcing it. So now I like that portion of the game because there's so much pressure. Let's say Game 7, World Series, you know, the, the, on the biggest stage. And there's that big, like, you're look, the pitcher's looking at the batter, and it's just like death stares, you know. You take that away. Now you got to hurry up and get up there. Or what if there's a, a, a walk because the, the pitcher didn't pitch on time? Or a strike, that's, or that's whatever the, you want to call it. You know what detail, I mean? The little detail of the game. Yeah. To, to be elite, you got to remember all the little things. You know what I mean? In a sense mm-hmm. of a clock that's right in front of you, counting down. You yeah, yeah. You're you know right I mean? because imagine it was like a game seven World Series. Usually, a pitcher can take it take his time, right? Super time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right yeah, before, yeah, yeah. and they they will kind of not be pressure on the pitcher. But I think more pressure on the batter because you kind of like freeze them more, right? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're waiting. You make you're them waiting, a little bit more cold, yeah. like how when you call a timeout for the kicker that's about to kick the game winning, you wanna you wanna cold them up or you wanna freeze ice them up them. a little, ice, ice them. them. You wanna ice them. That's right. So, um, in that perspective, I think it um that makes it, sense. It yeah. 
But is this, uh, I can't remember. Is this the first year with the clock or no? The pitch clock. Yeah, it is. The enforced yeah. pitch clock. Yeah. Enforced. No. So I want. I wonder if when it comes to the playoffs, if there is going to be a longer allotted time, or maybe in the playoffs they do away with the pitch clock completely I, and go that, back to supposedly. Nah. Supposedly they're going to you know keep I mean? it the same way all year round. Yeah, I was about really? to say, just keep maybe it the just same. Why change it? it? See how it goes. Why yeah, change be, it for then? You know. Yeah, I mean, I would. I would like I told you guys, I prefer if it just didn't exist. That's just a me thing, yeah. though. Um, and there's a lot of people, you know, that would say the same. And there's a lot of people that like it now for the reason of it speeds up the game. You can watch a three-hour game now turns into two and a half or whatever, and you can actually I didn't really enjoy care, it. To be yeah, honest. like, to be honest. like, Well, yeah, most fans probably don't. But there's another aspect to it. I know we're kind of going on here. But if this speeds up the game, that allows for more TV time for another yeah. show that wants to air or – commercial or whatever you know what i mean yeah because the tv companies that just more tbh bro i feel bad for those tv companies like there's a the office shows after you know the an mlb game because they're not Mm going to come up because the game is going to take an extra hour it'll put it'll push everything and the next thing yeah and there's that's all contract stuff you know yeah yeah, but also that's more tv time for mlb they're getting more money yeah that's more time the more time they get commercials out people more watching them all that true, sponsors. That's true. So like I said, there's are they really losing? Is, is TBS really losing? I don't really think so. I mean, I and honestly, I think after even a baseball game, you're kind of done. You're almost like it's ten o'clock, eleven o'clock. It, the, even if the office still comes on, I think I'm, I'm already going to sleep. You know what I mean? Because it's, <laughs> well, it's right, late. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So it, it, I think it 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 goes both ways, I guess. Yeah, so. but that, yeah, I just I wanted to bring up. That's not really a nugget, but I really, I just wanted to bring that up to see the kind of the mentality where, where I don't think we've ever asked about the, you know, like the pitching and all that stuff. Besides like the pitch mm-hmm. clock, we have talked about that. But okay, well, uh, so I Break I caught the, the the Braves and the Cubs game uh, oh, or okay. game series. So that was uh, actually a pretty good series actually, because um, the Braves are standing at number one um, in the NL East. So it, it's good to see a, a coming up Cubs. Uh, kind of team because right now Cody Bellinger, I know I'm a Cody Bellinger like mm-hmm. diehard fan, but you know yeah. like uh, he is slugging a lot. He is he's Love cracking Betty. on the bat, so he he's he's getting back to his old form. I'm glad I, I can see that now because Misa's not here, so he he's a big Bellinger hater. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but he he he's killing it right now. Um, as a sense of you know his actual hitting, and obviously he's always been a a Gold Glove kind of you know fielder anyway, so that was never a worry. Um, so yeah, but the, the Braves and the Cubs series was actually pretty decent. Um, they did not win that series. Uh, the Cubs did take that from them, nice. which is good to see. Um, Sunday six to four Cubs win, uh, Saturday eight to six. And then the Cubs obliterated them. I mean, the, the, uh, Braves obliterated them on Friday, which was eight to zero. Um, but that was, that was pretty much the series. You know, it was, uh, everybody, on the on the you know whenever I saw the game at Pluckers, they were um, everybody was just chanting for the Braves. You know, people are not real fans, but they just want to catch a game. Like like the Dodgers obliviated the Padres. Yeah, not not one game though. One game we lost, but uh, but uh, Sunday Sunday game was <laughs> bad, bro. Um, in a good way for us. <laughs> yep. But uh, yeah, it's just it's good to see. Now we're picking up towards the October. I sent a kind of a, a snapshot of the um, of the layout of what it's looking like. So right now I'll pull that up as well. The wild card game starts now October 3 to 5 um, for both uh, East and West. Uh, the ALDS and NLDS start on October 7th through the 14th or 13th. ALCS and NLCS start from the 16th to the 24th. 
And then if it pushes to November being the World Series, then it'll end on the 4th if there is a Game 7 or any rain delays and stuff like that. So um, we're, we're getting close now. Uh, I know Domo said he wasn't too excited about that. I am, though. I could care less. Everybody, everybody's like, I can't wait. I can't wait. And I'm like, ah, I can't. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, I can't. I, I, lo- I love postseason yeah, baseball. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, when yeah, real teams come out. Oh, no, October, October. Everybody be watching October. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, but that that's pretty much it for me regarding uh, MLB. There wasn't a lot. Um, but I don't know uh, if you guys want to start with your NFL stuff, we can. We got we to gotta talk about the fight, the MLB fight. Okay, go oh, ahead. Second yeah. base. At second base. Um, the, the only one point, I, I, I texted you about it the other day, Chris, um, mm-hmm. if, you, if you have the clip pulled up, any clip, because you see it in every clip. I'm pulling it up right I now. Like, I like second. the fact that, uh, like, they, you know, they were going back and forth, going back and forth, <laughs> and the ump is trying to break it up. And just like an <laughs> NHL referee, NHL referee just backs off and lets the boys go at it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, really yeah he's like, all right, boys, wife, here he you actually, go. If you watch, if you watch no, he, he literally moves, back. bro. Yeah, he, he actually way away. Look, he, he's still he, walking back. He he's still walking he, back. Yo, he could have hugged one of them fools and been like, all right, uh, the other fool's not going to swim yeah. while the empire's there. But that fool was like, go ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> and fun Are fact. Are you fun, ready? Hey, fun fact. Saying, uh, go ahead. One of the players from the from the Chicago White Sox was actually <laughs> as well there whenever uh, uh, Batista and Odor uh, oh, fought the as well. Game? Yeah, so it's kind of funny. Oh, he saw nasty one, people were saying he saw uh, mo- uh, the biggest knockouts in MLB history. <laughs> but he Yo, he got clocked. But Did uh, you see the clip after this when they're when mm-hmm. he's coming off the field, like his teammates are having to help him walk. He had no legs. Like it knocked. Oh, he, got he got knocked, got wobbled. bro. He got wobbled. Yeah. Hey. yeah, he got hit right in the uh, what, what is it called mandula? Right, right on the button. Yeah, like Joe Rogan says. Mm-hmm. I can't believe the rep just backed up, though. It's like yeah, the, look, he walked still, away. You can yeah, see his feet he over here. Hockey, it's like he the hockey reps. I get, I get the hockey reps. They back up. Go ahead, fight. It's hockey. But this one could have still stayed there. No, I don't think nobody would have swung. <laughs> this comment says, Tim Anderson, hitless streak continues, which is the guy that got knocked out. <laughs> hey, but, hey, but they were saying, they're saying that that, that White Sox player, um, what's, what's his name? The, the one that got the White Sox? knocked out? Yeah. Tim Anderson? Tim Anderson. He's known for really tagging really hard. And a lot yeah, of fools yeah. have, have told him that. Like, hey, you don't really have to tag me that hard. So, mm-hmm. I, th- I, so I think he, that's what happened with this one. Like, yo, you... And that's when they said, you want to fight? Let's fight. But and then the yeah. ref, I still can't believe them. So, someone commented right here, yeah. uh, this is a better fight than Nate Diaz and Jake Paul. <laughs> and low-key, it was. It was a nightmare, at least. Right, right. And then uh, uh, Ramirez came out afterwards, and he said he's tried reaching out to Tim Anderson and his, uh, you know, his manager, and they're just not answering back. Uh, oh, he be- got knocked out. Well, yeah, he knocked him out. No, of course, yeah, of course. He, no, it was over TV. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. But it was mostly just to, you know, apologize. And also, um, Ramirez came out and said he, he came out and said like, you know, it wasn't um, professional him to do that, uh, he, whether it was a bad swipe or whatever. Um, it wasn't because there's kids watching and stuff like that. Anderson's uh, gonna send him the medical bill. That's what he's gonna send. Him. <laughs> Hell yeah! Facts, bro. <laughs> he's not gonna answer nothing, but he'll send him the damn freaking hospital bill. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what's gonna happen. The dental bill is lying. Yeah, they're, his teeth they're, back they're, up. they're getting that, that paperwork ready, bro. Who would have thought that though? Like, if you look at these these bodybuilds from them, 
Tim Anderson looks like he's more built to to beat someone's yeah. ass, but no. And Ramirez me, got those they hands. They were going back and forth. swinging for the fences, though. He was swinging yeah. for those fences. They were going back and forth. And then, to me, it looked like Anderson was like, all right, let's do it. Because he kind of backed up and took his glove off. And he got, he took the stance. Yeah, you know he, I mean? yeah he went to his boxing <laughs> stance real quick. Hey, 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 that, exactly, exactly. That Ramirez uh, swing was at least a double or a triple. On the, <laughs> yeah. chin, on oh, the chin. On the chin. <laughs> he, he was like this, but it... it it was perfect. It was like oh, clean. Right there. Like, it was, and it was quick. perfect. And, and, quick. and he was just like, "Hey, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised when Ramirez retires. He's like, you know what? I'll take up Jake Paul as well." <laughs> <I'll do this. laughs> no, I they're saying that's the next fight. They're trying to book Tim Anderson Ramirez next. Yeah, <laughs> who would have thought we would have seen something like that? It doesn't happen very often, and in MLB. It, it usually they get broken up or it's a lot of punches and it's a swing. Yeah, and a swing. that's and what everybody I'm, gets involved. But honestly, is... I'm really shocked on the ref. Like, he could have literally stopped it. He could have really yeah. diluted like it. Said, but... Like I said, he was like, he's like, touch gloves. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yes. That's exactly what he did. Bro. That is too funny, bro. <laughs> He's like, oh, this is good TV. I'm out of here. Bruce, exactly, yeah. Bruce, Bruce Buffer was about to come out. <laughs> it's time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, that's no. too... oh, I saw the Empire. He was over there by Tim Anderson doing the countdown. One, yeah. two, three. He's just like, yeah, he was like, no, no, it's over, it's over, it's over. No, the stop is being stopped. The fight's being stopped. That's it. Oh, that's man. Oh, shit. That sucks, though, to be Tim Anderson. <laughs> Ramirez right now yeah, is getting all the problems. It's all over. It's all over. Means. Oh, my Man, God. It's, just it's terrible. Brutal. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's terrible, terrible. There's They're so many angles and everything. Everywhere. <laughs> like it's fans funny. at the stadium that recorded it as well. So it's, it's it, who would have thought we would have seen something like that? I didn't. It's, but, yeah. that, that's bananas. But, but it was entertaining. Yeah. I think, mm -hmm. I think I've watched it like at least 20 times. <laughs> slow, I'm sure slow everybody has all angles. Uh, I'm sure everybody but, has. Hey, did y'all see the Orioles? That that reporter talking about the Mariners and, and the losing streak the Orioles have. This came out today that the the losing streak that the Oil, Orioles have against the Mariners. I believe it was the Mariners. The Orioles they suspended him indefinitely for what he was saying on air about the Orioles, and he works for the Orioles. Oh really? Actually, I think no, I didn't hear that? something like I, I, that. I didn't I catch that. I hear, he, I said, he said nothing bad. Heard, he was just yeah, going over the, the losing streak radio. they have. Yeah, oh. and and, uh, and they suspended him. Like, and they fired, almost fired him, or some shit, right? Something like that. Yeah. Without he, he, just, he, he was just it was going wild. Over facts. Like, that was that's wild. Uh, back to the fight. Uh, I want to say a quote that uh, Jose Ramirez said in a post a post fight interview. <laughs> <laughs> he said uh, 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 it's pretty much what Domo said about him uh, or I think Carlos I don't know who said that he tags really hard um, yeah. but he said that I think he's been disrespecting the game for a while now it's not just uh, it's not just today I've been I've been having the chance to tell him during the game as the play happened he tagged me again really hard and then he wanted to fight so I defended myself the thing is that What's Tim up? Anderson actually swung first so no matter What's what up? Tim Anderson lost, <laughs> like, everything. What's up? He said, he said what's up? Yeah, and yeah, that's he who told up. you this was been playing dirty. Now, finally, he got, he, he, he clocked the wrong one, and he got clocked. You know? And that's what happens. That's the karma's a mug. You get, you get it. You want to play dirty? At, at least if he was a, a, a good player, be like, okay, my bad. I've been tagging hard. I, sh I shouldn't even, I, I shouldn't have been doing that if fools are, other fools are telling me, you know? This yeah. is going to escalate to some shit. And it did. 
and he got his ass knocked out. And keep tagging motherfuckers hard and see what happens. And and right now, like uh, you know, going back to the full baseball thing is that you know there <clears throat> since we're reaching October, we're reaching. We already went through the dog days. Right now, it's everybody. You know, you got to go full throttle because it's, it's you know, crunch we're time. Getting, yeah, really, because. Any little yep. mistake, you know, you get off your your <coughs> game counts, the speedboat, and then you know you slow down a little bit. That that team that's right under you could catch up. And oh, yeah. um, for instance, like right now, um, people are uh, very disappointed in, for instance, Trey Turner's performances right now with the Phillies because he's not hitting as good. Um, you know, obviously compared to what he was doing with the Dodgers and the Nationals before that. Um, because they, he got paid big, big bucks, and for him not to perform with the amount of money that the Phillies, you know, threw up for him, um, it's kind of disappointing. And he came out um, on a, you know, post game interview as well and said that, uh, you know, it's one of those things where he thought he was going to come in guns blazing, and then unfortunately, mm-hmm. it's just one of those where he, you know, just can't. Um, and right now, right now is the home stretch. This is where this is what yeah. you're paying them for. You know what I mean? Exactly. We need this player to do this at this time, and he's not delivering. And and so actually, the pressure added on as well. You know, just talking about Trey Turner there. Whenever he was with the Dodgers, he did. I'm. You know, everybody goes back and forth on this, but in, in my eyes, he wasn't All Star Trey Turner that he was in the regular season. Yes, he did carry us for 111 wins. That I'm not saying he didn't. He did a great job mm-hmm. doing that for us. But whenever it came down to postseason, he disappeared. Everything yeah, was a double play. Yeah, Everything was a, yeah. a line out. You know, it was never, you know, it, you saw him come up to bat and it was something terrible. So you already knew he was going to be completely out. So he, he, he he's fessing up now. With those slide, slick slides. Yeah, and he did like a slick slide, uh, you know, thing right now as well. But, you know, it's just one of those things that, that kind of sucks to see a, a prime player like that. Um, go to a great franchise, which is the Phillies. I like the Phillies a lot, so you know it's just one of those things that that really sucks. But um, that's the worst is is to to come in and and deliver during the season and then disappear in the playoffs. I feel like that's the worst. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you, obviously the playoffs, you do a lot to get to the playoffs. The playoffs is where it counts. So to be like a let's say a top player and you you got your team going and the playoffs show up and you disappear, it's like oh. But you, th- you think, he, but he might be one of those players that you know just is one of those just season players that doesn't come through in the in the playoffs. Yeah, but if or, you're paying, if you're you paying a lot of money, he, I know. But well, he he might get you to the playoffs and then you're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, I did what I was supposed to do. <laughs> hey, yeah, y'all paid yeah. me for this. I did my job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or or you think that. He gets burnt out because he, he pushes he so does hard so much. during the season. And then, yeah, and then at the, when it comes down, you know, with, with his clutch games, he, you know, it's like I gave everything I could. Now, you know, it's I'm burnt out. You know, you guys got to step up. Now yeah. I got you guys here. Um, Step up. Now, yeah, that's what I think. Around, that's what that's what that's I, what I, I thought last season, too, whenever he was His with the Dodgers. It shouldn't be that way, though. I don't think it. I think what you said was spot on, bro. I think he just over overdoes himself throughout the regular season, rather because he, you know, he does play a moving position. You know, outfield yeah, sometimes they does. get it easy in a sense. Yeah, besides center yeah. field, in my eyes, because uh, center field's got to cover bases. so much grass. Yeah, he's, he's but but he steals. Hustling. Shortstop is one of the most busy positions in a sense. Oh, um, okay. with the movements and stuff. So you know, I I could see why he would get tired. Accuracy but that's why you arm. I think Domo said this about I don't know what we were talking about previously on other episodes, but it's like this is what they pay you for. 
You know, this is mm. that that that's why the Phillies picked him up. It wasn't because he was a nice guy. You know, right, <laughs> it wasn't because exactly. of that. They paid him because he's exactly. a great ball player, and he is. And in the World Baseball Classic, he was and is a great baseball player. That dude carried USA in that in those games. Oh, hella, bro. So, so you know, so then MVP, you would think. MVP status. You know? Exactly. So you would think, like, okay, he did this great in the World Baseball Classic. He's going to kill it in the regular season. And let me let right. me pull up his exact stats because I want to know what he's batting right now. It's not over 300. No way. Uh, trade. Like 278. You think so? I'm guessing. Let's see. <laughs> That's high, huh? I I think so. No, nah, for him okay. it, it's it's sh- it sh- that should be uh he's batting two thirty nine. Ice even yeah. lower. He's batting two thirty nine. He has an on on base percentage of uh you know barely. It, I mean it's bad already as is. So he's he's not playing well. He has eleven home runs this season, thirty nine RBIs. Every, everything he's do, doing right now is he's sitting at 123rd place in all of baseball regarding his uh, sounds, average. <clears throat> it sounds like he's he's going through a slump, and now's not the time to do it. Yep. Yeah, for real. I think, he, I, happened, think he, but... I think he does. Yeah, he hits a slump at the wrong times, I think. <laughs> yeah. Hit a slump at the beginning of the season. Exactly. Yeah, Don't do it enough. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's what I say. Like, you know, when, when teams struggle in the beginning, I'm like – Yo, it's it's cool. Struggle now. You know, you don't want to be mm-hmm. saying, damn, we're struggling and it's season's almost over. Like, you don't want to hear that. You want to be like, all right, we're struggling in the beginning. We're trying to get shit together. Or even injuries. Like, that's um, good to have injuries early, especially in baseball, because you got all damn season to freaking get better yeah. and just mm-hmm. get healthy to the, the post. I think that's what the Dodgers are doing with Clay, Clay and Kershaw, though. I think Holding all those injuries are. Hold I them. think that all those injuries are bullshit. Like they're just giving I, them time I, to chill and. Chill I would hope so, bro. And because chill and chill, and then this playoff come and kill it. I say hope. what you <laughs> say what you want about Clint Kershaw. You know he he is a, a player that any team should fear whenever he's on the mound. Yes, true Dodgers. Whenever, yeah, true yeah, Dodger. Yeah, diehard blue. He 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 bleeds blue. But the the thing is that he is a legend already. He's old. Yes, he's thirty five. But Hall of Famer. Yeah, but if he comes up and he is locked in, bro, no one's what do you hitting mean off he's old? I'm 35. I'm yeah, 35. you're old. But like <laughs> Hey. Carlos, don't start, bro. You're 140. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, I mean he, he is up in age. He's not he's not old. He's just up there. You said he was old. Yeah, he's yeah. old. He's old. <laughs> but you know, he is one of those players just like Max Scherzer, just like Justin Verlander. If they're having a good game. Or they come in locked in that day, bro. No one's hitting off of them. How many times no has Tank Kershaw got in close to hitting no hitters or or perfect yeah. games? He's gotten yeah. there multiple times, so it's not like something new. I've been new. there. I've been there when he's been so close. It's been hot. Nobody can even. Nobody's even swinging. That's yeah. how crazy it is. And then nobody's and then our our lovely managers like you know what he's having a really good game. Let me pull him. Pull him out. <laughs> Let me pull him out real quick. That's when but, uh, that's when we start throwing beers at us. <laughs> the, the manager's like, no, I thought I saw you tap. You tap, right? You done? You tap? I said, I pulled you. Out. And then Clay Kershaw in the past, whenever he's having one of those games, he'll tell like Dave Roberts or the pitching manager or whatever. He'll be like, he'll he'll be like, no, no, like give me a couple more pitches. But you know, at the end of the day, Dave Roberts is gonna make that decision. And mm-hmm. every time he does make those decisions Analytics, to pull a good Analytics pitching uh, performance out, we always end up losing that game. Cause like we bring our reserves yeah. in, we bring bullpen in, and it's like it's out of there. 
but knowing our bullpen is bull, he still <laughs> wants to bring the bull in when there's a probable in pitching. You know what I mean? God damn, Dave Roberts. <laughs> we're all mad already, and he's. <laughs> I was gonna say let's let's steer this thing straight because now we're just talking Dodger baseball. Let's, yeah, I know. Let's I'm sorry. Let, let, sorry. Let, I'm let's sorry. go to the. If you guys don't mind, we can go into the NFL thing. I I think we talked whatever more yeah, baseball than go. I thought we were gonna let's talk. Get it. Let's get it, let's Carlos. Get it. I want you to go first because you want to talk about ah. the Packers. Ah yeah so, Whatever. So Carlos, whenever aye, you're done, aye, aye. before it goes to the next person, I have I have a question for Carlos. It's a good question. It's an honest question. Okay. So okay, do your okay. thing, and then I'll ask you the question. All right. <clears throat> I'm a, I'm gonna try to do this quick because it's a, it's 18 games, and and here we go. Week one, Chicago loss. <laughs> loss. Uh, week two, Atlanta <laughs> loss. Week three, Saints. Loss. <laughs> Week four. Detroit. Okay, win. Um, wow, they're going to lose that one, bro. Uh, week five. Monday night gamer against Vegas. Good luck. Loss. Um, <laughs> week, week six. It's a bye week. Loss. I'm dead, uh, Week bro. seven. Um, Denver. Where's the mm-hmm. No, I'm just letting him do that's his thing, win. bro. That's a win. That's a against win Denver? for you guys. Yeah, that's a win. Um, week eight, Minnesota. That's uh, at Packers. Uh, Minnesota. That's an L. Um, <laughs> Sunday versus the Rams. Now the Rams suck this week, this year. So does the Packers too. Okay, you guys lost that one too. Um, week ten, Pittsburgh. That's a W. <laughs> um, the Chargers. Week eleven. That's a that's an L. Detroit again. Jesus Christ. Mm, that's another <laughs> L. Uh, Kansas City. Oh, forget it. Um, New York, week 14. Uh, that's an L. Um, Tampa Bay, that's a W for you guys. Carolina, week 16. Damn. That's that. Okay, that's a W. Minnesota again, week 17. That's a that's a L. And you guys want to finish with 18 with Chicago? That's another L, yeah. I th- I think like five wins. <laughs> Are you done? Yeah, sorry. Okay, so here's my question. Here's my question. First, let me make a point, then I'll ask you the question. And I mentioned it on the group chat. So far, everybody, myself included, everybody's predictions has been wrong. So I don't believe anything you just said. And then two, <laughs> so, so two, so, so legit, legit. Where does your hate for the Packers come from? Because in recent memory, wait, well, the, Niners, wait, wait, the Niners wait, wait, have dominated. Wait, wait. wait. Who Why said, do you who, hate the Packers so much? Who said I hated the Packers? Because you on the group chat, you're like, oh, Domo's not going to like this one. You're like, I want the Packers. I want the Packers just to talk down on them. So I'm just saying, like, why not do you hate to the talk Packers down so on them? Just <laughs> you just gave it them was, five wins, it bro. Was, <laughs> it was fun. It was going to be fun to do it, but I don't hate them. The Packers. There's always really competition when Aaron Rodgers is there. Unless this guy love proves me wrong, just because I haven't seen anything from him, but, I have, okay, have that's, to give that's him a what chance. I'm getting at. All the Rogers era, like, like yeah, okay. I feel, I feel like you hate the Packers, like you just don't like them, like you dog them, like why, like what? I guess what is it? the 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 Aaron Rodgers thing is too too hype. I guess I would throughout okay. the years. I mean, he, he dominated. I'm giving him the respect because he, he he dominated, got a ring, four mm-hmm. four time MVP, I believe. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, it's it's 
it's been a dogfight with you guys all the time. That's why. But so, the Niners it's not, it's not like a hate. It's just it's you guys are always really competitive against the Niners. Okay. So okay. it's it's right, it's, I'll it's, take it's, that. I'll take that. it's not a hate. I I would I well okay. you wanna tell you the teams I really do hate? I can <laughs> tell you that. Who's How that? much time do we have? How much I, got, I can tell you real quick. Dallas <laughs> and the Raiders. So Okay. Really? That, I wouldn't have gotcha. thought the Raiders were in that list for you. I don't know why. I just didn't think so. Uh, a long story with the Raiders, especially living here in Los Angeles. So yeah, I can see it. That's another thing. That, uh, you could do a whole no episode hate, on that. No hey, good luck to you. And, I was just curious. I was just hey, curious. Hey, luck, luck to you and love. Plenty of love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. They're going to they're gonna hire Lovey Smith over there as a head coach as well. Just, just have a whole bunch of love over there. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna have Kevin Love as the <laughs> yeah, there you go, ball boy. <laughs> uh, who, who wants to go next? Because <laughs> that was Who's just got a bunch the next of team. Uh, Visa, I, are you up? I don't, know, I don't know. Visa, Visa is gonna Visa. talk. No, nah, he's not in. I think he's just listening. Is it frozen? Nah, oh, he, oh, okay, okay, okay. He's just listening. Um, I'll right. go next. All right, you can go. Uh, next. Handle it, Domo. Okay. What's your team, Domo? What you pick? Um, I I didn't tell y'all. My I head. know you didn't. Um, you didn't say it. Um, I'm doing the New York Giants. Oh, um, okay. I didn't expect that. Saquon. So, yeah. <clears throat> so I just have a quick, um, I say quick, I have a few points. Okay. So the reason why I chose the Giants, uh, I guess kind of the main two reasons. Last year they had uh, head coach Brian DeBall. First year head coach got them to the playoffs, eight, nine record wild card, and they won their wild card game. I feel like, I feel like this year is going to be a big year. And a sense of uh, not a big year, a big step, um, and whether it's in the right direction or the wrong direction, we'll just have to see. But it seems like the players have bought into to how he coaches and everything. Because a lot of those wins, especially when they had their runs after wins, whether it was a field goal win, couple touchdown win, especially with Daniel Jones playing the way he was playing, you, you saw the players going crazy like it was a playoff game, and, yeah. and it wasn't losing a week thirteen or something like that. You know what I mean? So you can see the players have bought into what he's coaching. And they seem excited and, and like ready to go. Um, I chose the Giants also because Daniel Jones just got this four-year, $160 million contract. Yep. Um, so this year is going to be like, hey, you, he had a great season last season. Um, I have some stats right here. I'll get to them in a second. Again, for the Giants, this is going to be a big step forward <clears throat> or a big step back. And that's that intrigues me in a sense just because they're in the, the, the uh, NFC East with the Cowboys, the Eagles, and, and Washington's obviously been struggling. But uh, – Last season, let me see, I got it right here. Uh, I was 3,205 yards, 15 touchdowns, five interceptions. Uh, not a lot of passing TDs, but he's not turning the ball over. Five, five INTs. I didn't get how many uh, pass attempts it was. I can't Danny remember. Danny Dimes? Yeah, exactly. Like, he, he's he's making smart throws. Um, he also ran around for a, set, a rush for 708 yards, which he's not a super fast quarterback, at least in my eyes. Like, w remember watching him? He's not a mobile. Um, huh? He's not that mobile. Yeah, mo right. I mean, he can juke and stuff, but I just in a straight line, I don't feel like he's that fast. Not like Lamar Jackson, you know that kind of thing. But mm -hmm. th there was something a funny quote I was just going to throw in there. That is, Kyler Murray fast, yeah. right? Like so, you, everybody knows with mobile quarterbacks, it, it's it's a risk because you're going to take hits. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. Hit. So, so there's a, there's an there's an older guy I know. Um, he's from West Texas, an older man, and he said uh, the thing about mobile quarterbacks, they're like a dog that chase cars. It's just a matter of time. And you're going to get hit by one. You know what I mean? <laughs> with this big contract he just signed, if he's going to keep up with that 708 plus yards rushing, hopefully for him, he doesn't have to do that and he can 
throw more, that kind of thing. And obviously a healthy Saquon Barkley, that'll take the, the load off of him. Uh, but if not, you're risking um, – he just signed his big big ticket, and it's possible if he has to rush a bunch, he could get blasted, and then there goes that. Oh, you know he's going mean? to get blasted. Yeah. Well, um, I was going to say – What do you uh, mean by that? It's the NFL, man. Um, he's going to get hit hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like he's, he's going to take off running thinking he's got a, a wide open lane and a Brian Erlacher is going to come take his head off or something. Do you know what I mean? Or a Fred um, Warner. Yeah. Um, I was going to say just a couple of things. Oh, um, Upgrades, the Giants traded for Tyen, uh, Darren Waller. I think that's an upgrade. I know he was with the Raiders for a while, and he, a couple of seasons ago he had a really solid season. I don't know how he did uh, last season. Um, the Giants are real high on this Jalen Wyatt. He's a third-round pick, pick number 73. Mm, I heard of that guy. I know that, that, that's a little bit late. Yeah, he went to Tennessee. He had good numbers yeah, there. Yeah, he went to Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the only thing I was going to say about that is like he's not like a top pick, and it was third round pick number seventy eight, but neither was Tom Brady. So yeah. these the teams were the, <laughs> right. the Giants are real high on him. So there's you can't really count that out. And if the Giants are speaking real highly of him and they're really proud of that mid pick, there's a, I mean there's a chance that they see mm. something that like this guy could. Oh really... no, yeah, yeah, yeah. They saw something in him. Exactly. Um, wide receiving core: Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, Dale Robinson, Isaiah Hodge, and Paris Campbell. They loaded up. Um, I think what they're trying to do is to fuel Daniel Jones offensively this next season. I'm, I'm sorry if I'm being long-winded. Um, because he had a breakout season in a sense, signed the big contract, so they're putting players around him to where he can succeed. Now my last point would be that the defense was 25th. They finished 25th last year, which obviously is not good. It's the bottom half, almost last. <clears throat> I don't know what all they did defensively to, as a uh, for upgrades. Um, it seems like they're relying on the offense to score. Basically, they're going to have to score to win. Um, my prediction for them is: um, I feel they were eight and nine last year. I think they're going to go. Um, yeah. They, they squeeze in wild card. I'm going to say they're going to go nine and eight. Um, I think they're wild card again um, because. With you the said Eagles they're going to go nine and eight. That's yeah. That's my prediction. I was looking at their they, schedule. They got a pretty tough schedule. They do games. Games three to eight has four straight road games with the Niners, Hawks, Dolphins, and Bills, and then two home game home games against the Commanders and Jets. Yeah. Um, and then the last three games of the season, they play the Eagles twice. Yeah, so, man. they play the Eagles twice. Minutes. That's difficult. That's, they start off tough. playing Dallas too. Yeah, yeah. They say play, what you say I mean, about Dallas. Dallas still kind of plays really good in the regular Buffalo, season. Buffalo, they play. They, they play Buffalo. Two more play... picks in practice. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> I, two I, more I, picks I, in practice today. Good for him. Same I, defender. I, oh yeah. <laughs> to okay. the same guy. <laughs> same guy. Oh, I, I look up the name. Uh, he threw two of them today in practice. Hey, Domo, to you know guy. what I'm gonna call that? I'm gonna call that a nugget right there too. There you go. That's Thank a good nugget. But so that's man, I forget. was long winded, but that's it. No, it's cool. Also, New York, I keep forgetting they're in that 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 division with Dallas and then Philly, mm-hmm. huh? Okay, yep. yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a tough division, bro. It's it's gonna be tough for New York because <clears throat> man, they yeah they play they play a lot of good teams. They play the yeah, Niners, they... Miami, Seattle, Buffalo, the Dallas twice, Eagles twice. They play New, uh, yeah. New England. Jeez. Yeah. The thing about the NFC East is, is no matter all the teams could be shitty, but when they play each other, it's always a good game. It's always like tough. I know yeah. Washington yeah. hasn't been good, but when they play a division, a division team, game, it's, yeah, you're right. Domo. So for the last three games, especially if the Giants are fighting for the playoffs, in the last three games they play their the Eagles in their division twice, one home, one away. 
like that's that should be some good games to close out the season, especially if the Giants are in a position to like possibly push, make a push. push through the playoffs. You know I mean? Yeah. Kind of so, yeah. That's that's my uh, that's my. I don't my know. Speed. I'm trying to get Saquon Barkley on my fantasy team though. Yeah. Dude, didn't we say we we're gonna do something with that? And I th- just... hey, aren't we? We should. We need to talk about it afterwards because I that's something I told you guys yeah, I need see? to be trained in because I yeah, I've uh, never done it. Like a, a Misa, Misa give yeah. a thumbs up. But we need so. we need more than four people though. Oh yeah, right, we hey, said something about, about talking. Hey, how about we do picks every every week? We do picks and we just like keep record of who's winning the picks every week. <clears throat> Like just game, like when the yeah, lose like picks. every week we take our picks. I think we were doing that last time too, but I don't I was know. Say, we I think we were doing that last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we can um, do that, but I would love to do a fantasy team. But you're right, we might need more people. <laughs> okay, yeah. we'll talk about it. But we'll, we'll talk about it when uh, get closer. For for my uh, NFL team, I actually chose the home team for me, and it's uh, the Texans because um, they do have D'Amico Ryan's as head coach now. So it's going to be interesting to see what he's going to yeah. pull. Um, Lovey Smith wasn't taken serious, uh, serious last season. Um, you know, people liked them, you know, the fans liked them, but, uh, the organization itself, you know, like the staff just didn't respect him as a head coach towards the end. Apparently, you know, he would try to make calls in, in like practice and stuff. And the players just didn't care. Uh, cause they knew he was in mm-hmm. just an in and out, uh, coach. Uh, but now they have a really good head. Co- well, we haven't seen him as head coach, but you know, they have someone that is known for his defensive skills and that is D'Amico Ryan because he you know with the 49ers he killed it um he he built a great defense with the 49ers and obviously he has the history with the Texans as is but uh since we're talking a little bit about um players coming in you know stuff like that um the the quarterback spot has always been kind of iffy on the Texan side um because we've never had like a really good quarterback in my eyes besides Deshaun Watson but you know that was on and off, and then you know what happened. So was he really that, that good? He, he was he was a decent quarterback. He just didn't have. No, he was a decent quarterback. <laughs> we just sucked, bro. The Texans just are not a good team. But the worst timing. It's the worst timing. Yeah, but uh, I know he liked massages. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, right now we have uh, up and coming quarterback guy from the you know from um, what's it called? Sorry, I just completely had a brain fart. Well, we. Picked up C.J. Stroud. The Texans picked up C.J. Stroud. And he had a, a pretty much a, a great two uh, two years with, I believe he played for Ohio State, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he did. Um, and just winning record all around. So he's coming in, and the mm-hmm. Texans already gave him the nod that he is going to be starting QB, um, at least for preseason right now. Um, obviously, it's still uh, you know a dogfight in the quarterback spot for the Texans, so it's not like you know, he's already got it for the regular season. If, you know, if D'Amico sees something, then you still got a backup quarterback, which was the same quarterback from last season. Um, so, you know, it, it's it, – it, the Texans are still in the rebuilding stage. Uh, I don't think they've escaped oh, it yeah. quite yet, oh, yeah. and I think they'll be in it for a couple. Um, just talking Absolutely. about their 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 kind of schedule uh, for the season, I'm not going to talk preseason because those don't count, but, like, um, they start off with Baltimore in Baltimore, so that's already uh. – our Tough. That's a tough um, yeah, game already, to... yeah, from the get-go. So it, it kind of sucks to, yeah. to to have already start, you know, but we don't know what this Texans team's going to do. We don't know what kind of hunger they come with, you know. So uh, just – but just – We will find out. Yeah, just talking from previous years, 
Um, Bal- they have Baltimore, then Indianapolis, which is another you know pretty decent team as well. Decent team. Uh, Jacksonville, yeah. which last season had a pretty uh, good yeah, run as well. Great season. Uh, the Steelers, Pittsburgh. I don't really see them as that team anymore, like they used to be. Um, but they're still good, you know. They they they've always been good. Like in, uh, no, I can't put them in the same boat as the Texans either, though, huh? No, no, I think they well, they're they're above that. They're bro. still a little bit better. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then they got Atlanta, um, mm-hmm. which that could be yep. a pretty de- uh, fair game as well. Then New Orleans, yeah, that's a fair game. Then they got the Saints, um, Carolina, car, yeah, Tampa. Yeah, I mean, and all in all, the, they have they have a pretty they, they have a pretty difficult hard. schedule. But we don't know what's gonna happen. You know, like what, what I think Domo was talking about with the Giants. You know, it, these are all speculations. We don't know. We haven't even seen a single preseason game. All I've seen is no. training camp videos, and that doesn't show anything. What do you because mean? The, preseason, start, preseason started last week. Huh? Preseason started last week, bro. What, the Hall of Fame game? Yeah. That was the preseason, first preseason oh. game. Oh, oh, but I'm not talking about that. Well, it was just one game, though. No, no, yeah, the, no. I'm just saying home, that right? started. No, no, no. Oh, there was oh, only okay. team there. I think it really, it really goes down this weekend because there's yeah, games, Thursday, Friday, yeah, Saturday, yeah. and Sunday. Exactly. Thursday yeah. and, yeah. But, but last Thursday, that kicked it off. Oh, was, okay. I didn't know that. The Hall of Fame game always kicks it off. Okay, so so but I will say, go ahead, my bad, bro. Uh, sorry, I, I will say just real quick to go along with what you're saying. I think the good thing for the Texans is, like, like you said, we haven't seen anything, and this is a complete rebuild, and they're gonna not. I would imagine they're not gonna be good for several years. That they don't have in, the expectations are low, so all they can do is build off of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like the expectations for them to be great and they come and suck. Like everybody's expecting them to suck. So yeah. if they do better, that's just even. There's no stress on them. They're you know they're, I mean? they're definitely the underdogs. Um, what what all my friends, you know, uh, one of my close buddies, Margarito, he's a diehard Texans fan, season ticket holder, and all that stuff. But um, for him, he he's just hoping for at least a winning season, at least that you know a couple wins this season. Yeah, because they've been like two in like sixteen for years. You know, or or whatever you would call be, it. I think you'd be happy with a 500 season. <laughs> yeah, so just well, I, I, five wins, that, bro. Me, a winning season's over. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. So just 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 a couple wins that way they can celebrate at least this year. I think that would be enough for the Texans to actually I, get behind them. I think that's something. That, yeah, if they do something like that, I think that's like good progress for the future. Yeah. I think that's what they're they're trying to develop mm-hmm. players, yeah. and mm-hmm. actually, I think right now they're trying to see. What type of maybe what type of players they are trying to develop and then maybe might keep, you know, because yeah, they don't yeah. know what they don't know what they got right now. And, because and so they really course, play yeah. these fools, you know. So really play it's a rebuild, fools. yeah, it's a rebuild. Because if, yeah. if you if you I mean uh, just speaking rebuilds, you know, um, just to tag off of another Houston team, you know, the Astros in the early 2010s they were complete booty. They had complete negative mm-hmm. seasons. 2015 was a terrible was season the for the Astros. Astros. Houston yeah, years. and then, you know, after Craig and all them left in the early, you know, thousands. But, you know, whenever they went through that, they did go through the rebuild stage. And look at them now. They've been to so many postseason games, World Series games and wins. So, you know, I don't knock the Texans off. I try to defend them as much as I can. But if they suck, they mm-hmm. suck. You know, it is what it is. But, like, Domo, you said it perfectly. You know, like, they don't have that pressure of, like, well, last season we made it to the – you know the division. You know right. at least that. You know they didn't do like that. The giant, like the Giants, the Giants have that pressure yeah. in a sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I, yeah. I just think it's going to be an exciting. Um, I, you know, as a former Texan fan, and I still support them because I live here. But mm-hmm. I, I think it'll mm-hmm. be exciting just to see them get a couple, couple dubs. Um, yeah. And then Misa actually sent me his, which he picked up the Vikings. Um, 
they're gonna. <laughs> what he said was that they're gonna have a. They're gonna be bouncing the first round of the playoffs for sure. Uh, he doesn't have any hope for them, uh, you know, winning anything. But they they are gonna catch a couple dubs. But they are taking losses to the Eagles, the Chargers, the Chiefs, the Niners, of course, and Green Bay, um, which were those are like big names. They're obviously gonna take some more L's in there. Um, and he's also calling them this year's frauds. Uh, he called last oh, year. You remember? Eagles yeah, last really? year. If, if you guys remember, uh, that was his no. favorite word. I wish he could chime in, but his favorite oh, word for the Eagles God, was, was frauds. Fraud and the they made it to the Super Bowl. The team that went to the Super Bowl. So, like Domo said. Let's not believe everything we hear here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so we just said uh, that, as Carlos, you just said the team that made it to the Super Bowl, and he he responded, but they still lost. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. So, so we'll we'll see. It's gonna be exciting, bro. I'm excited for football season. We're getting Carlos. You had hey, the amount man. of days, bro. You had after, it last week. After after the um watching the 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 quarterback the quarterback uh, documentary. I'm you kind saw of rooting for uh, I'm, I'm kind of rooting for Kirk Cousins though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kirk Cousins is a cool guy, man. I, you know I, who I'm not like rooting him? for? How many? Mariota. I don't like him. <laughs> Mariota. Mariota soft. <laughs> yeah, bro. I don't know what it is about him. He just looks sad all the time. Yeah, but Kirk he's Cousins soft. is that guy. Like he's he's got too yeah. Like it, like this football shit is getting to his head too much. Like it's yeah, it's too much to for him. Yeah, he needs to become so, like a banker or something. <laughs> yeah, like he should be a uh, like a realtor. He can make some dough. He make some dough in banking. Yeah, he should no, be facts, like a. Facts. He should be an in and out manager, or something. <laughs> That's just random as shit. <laughs> yep. There hey, it is. Thank you very much. There I'm here is. all night. I'm here all night. I'm here all night. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's what he's thinking. The the Vikings are just, they're 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 gonna be this year's frauds. Now, Misa, if you could text me real quick, are the Eagles still frauds? Yes or no, or just give me a thumbs up, whatever you want. This is yes in sign language. All right, he gave me the thumbs this up. Is no, this is no, and this is yes. So the the Eagles are still frauds for this year's season as well. Man, really interesting. Now, Come guys, on, brother. guys, just real quick, I know we're not a 49er podcast under that, but I just want to ask Brock Purdy. He did not get the nod for preseason games. He is not starting Perfect. preseason. Do you Perfect. think if he does end up starting in the regular season, which I'm pretty sure is going to happen, um, is he going to have the same dominant season that he did last year? Yes or no? Domo, you can chime in here too because I know you're like – Yeah, go ahead, Domo. That would be like super first. unbiased for you because you don't care. Yeah. Mm, what do you think? That's, well, that, that, that would just put me right where I was at with Daniel Jones. Like he had a great season, and this is either going to be a big step forward or a big step back. Like I would say yes. I would say yes because – the way he the way he played last year and the confidence he had, I feel like that carries over. So I would say yes, he does have another great season. But again, this is going to be the the teeter totter. You know what I mean? Like okay, it's it, it, it's a fifty fifty, obviously. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I just hope it's going to be a healthy football season for the 49ers. Yeah, and I'll throw I, the Packers in there too. You know, just to support Domo for the league. Elite. Yeah, the whole league every year it just seems to get worse and worse with these injuries. Yeah, ACLs, all this shit, like from week one or from preseason on you know what i mean so i think acls is like one of those things where it's like you can't really stop it because yeah you know it just gets worse though it's like more and more yeah for every team yeah but now i say like if yeah i say if brock Purdy stays healthy we have a an awesome chance and 
And honestly, I, I know I'm a, I'm a diehard Niner, but but you got to give it to him. I, I've never seen a rookie perform like that. Co- uh, uh, no, third string quarterback. I thought, honestly, I thought he was going to play like our fourth string. Like, yeah, he came yeah in you're right. You're right. You're and right. got the hell out, and and he was fumbling yeah. the ball, and he didn't know what he looked like a four string, straight up. No, he, he looked, looked like, like he's never string. played. He's that like, he's never yeah. even touched the ball, bro. So to me, to Brock Purdy to come in, get two playoff wins, AFC champion, yeah. like yeah. that's 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 major to me for him to have the nerves, the calmness. All that to stay in Absolutely. And, and all that, that, that to me, that's, that says a lot. So regular season, you know, here we come, Brock Purdy. So I hope he does great. That's what I mean. Like with how he played last year and when he had, all, you know, initially all those fumbles and how bad it looked, that's adversity he's already facing right there. And to finish it like he did. That's why. I'm, that's why I think it carries over because he has the confidence. That's good. With how, with how what he went through and how he yeah. came out. But honestly yeah, speaking, have... it's a fear yeah. as well as I'm pretty sure he's gonna go through is the sense of he just came off of an injury, yeah. so he yeah. might not Absolutely. be throwing bullets like he was before. You know, oh, it might right. it might it might be a a couple one or two games to get back into yeah, the motion of things. What I, that's what I was gonna say. It's gonna probably take him a couple of games. He might be hesitant the first couple of two games, but I yeah. think when he gets the the rock rolling, I think. I, I, think it's, I think, yeah, I think once he gets the rhythm, the rhythm rolling, I think he's gonna be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, if, if we're done there, um, guys, I think we could just go into our top three. Uh, unfortunately, we can't do the game today because Misa had the game planned out. Um, we're all good. Save it for next time. Hopefully, by next week, we can get all these issues fixed. Uh, sorry again to the people that are in the the Twitch chat and all that stuff that you know we can't. Have Misa on board. He's 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 already got in contract, you know, contacted through another podcast, um, and he's just calling it quits already. Uh, it is what it is. He can't defend himself right now, so I can say what I want. He, he <laughs> threw in the towel. He threw in the towel. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so let's let's go into our top three. Our top three this week is, in fact, uh, still sport related. Uh, it's going to be top three tight end of all time, not just these last couple seasons of all time. I'm pretty sure we're going to have one or two that are, you know, similar. Uh, and obviously, we're going to have some that are, like, spot on. Um, Domo, I don't know, or Carlos, if you guys want to start first, I'll end it off, and I'll, send, I'll go. do the send-off. Yeah, I'll go. Um, <clears throat> my number three, and, um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, it's a bit old school, and um, I, could, I could be completely wrong about this. I've watched a few documentaries, but I feel like he kind of not pioneered the position, but he was, like, one of the first to do really well at the tight end position would be uh, the old 85 Bears coach, Mike Ditka. Oh, dude, yeah, the, um, I was actually looking at videos of him today. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah Mike Ditka, there's a few documentaries you can watch. And uh, back in the day in the 60s, like, like I said, I don't, maybe he didn't pioneer it, but like he was the first one to be really good at that position. Mm-hmm. And uh, he won a lot of like awards and stuff for it. Um, so the other two are going to be um, like recent players. Uh, one still currently playing. You'll probably already know who he is. I'm going to put. I'm going to say number two, Travis Kelsey. Oh, wow. And number one, Rob Gronkowski, only because I think at this point, uh, Rob Gronkowski's already retired. Mm -hmm. And if I remember correctly, oh, you know what? Kelsey, how long has Kelsey been playing compared to Gronk? They might be the same. Because Gronk retired and Kelsey was still playing with Gronk. Um, I'm going to say Kelsey Gronk. Kelsey and Gronk Gronk being one? Yes. 
So Kelsey started playing in 2014. Yeah, I'm going to say Gronk. Granted, he had Tom Brady throwing to him and Bill Belichick as a coach. Um, and, and no disrespect to Kelsey, he's amazing. He's got Patrick Mahomes throwing to him and Andy Reid as a coach. Um, I think maybe just because I've seen more more of Gronk, like kind of not growing up, but like I've seen more of Gronk, I guess. So yeah, I'm going to say Kelsey and then Gronk. Okay. And Carlos? Um, it's gonna be a little hard one for me because I had a couple, a couple of good ones because I grew up watching these foods. But I think on my third one, and I'm gonna go with uh, Antonio Gates from the Chargers. Yeah, I'm gonna go solid. with him. He's unfortunately he didn't win the Super Bowl, but uh, one of the best I've seen him play so many games. So he's my number three. Uh, my number. But number two is going to be Rob Kronkowski. I mean, you can't... I don't think we can... I don't know if... Well, it's already two for two. Domo had him on this list, so I'm... No, you're right, yeah. you know, so I don't know if Chris is going to have him on the list, and I wouldn't be surprised if he did or did not. But yeah, he's my number two. And the number one, of course, is uh, Tony Gonzalez. I think okay. he's the one that... He's the one that set that, that level for... The rest of the tight ends that are in the league now, like the George Kittles yeah. and, and everybody else. So, yeah. um, so that's Good my call. top three. I guess that a couple of uh, honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. So we'll we'll do it after mine. We'll do the honorable mentions. Yep. Uh, Misa, yep. Misa just texted me his his number three is. I think everybody's gonna have to sort of the same list. Uh, Rob is number three. Rob Gronkowski. Um, number two is Antonio Gates. Uh, and number one is the great Tony Gonzalez. So that's that's Misa's top three, and mine is actually um, number three is Rob Gon. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, number three is Jason Witten. Um, oh, that was going to be my honorable mention. Yeah, uh, not his current stuff uh, because you know he's 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 old already. But when he was with the Cowboys, stuff like that, he's just great all around. Mm -hmm. um, that's why number I didn't choose him. Number two is Rob uh, Gronkowski. <laughs> Uh, just all around, one of my favorite tight ends ever. Um, I I grew up seeing him play pretty much, so it's just one of those things. He's a and party my number, animal too. Yes, yes, and I do like the fact that he did win a Super Bowl with two teams, being the Buccaneers and the Patriots as well. So you know he's a he's gonna be a legend for the for I think for both teams, but um, and he's a five time Pro Bowl, four time All Star, so and a four time Super Bowl champion. Not everybody could say that. So uh, yeah. And my number one is the same as everybody else's. Well, I don't know if Domo had it, but it was Tony Gonzalez. I didn't never see him play, no, that I, I will say, because I am on the younger side. But I've seen so many highlights. I've seen so many documentaries that how could you not add one of the greats on your list? So that's why I chose him as number one. Um, let's go honorable mentions. Domo, you got any honorables? I will say, yes, I do. I have two more. Um, I will say I have the oldest player on the list, Mike Ditka. That's from like 67 or some shit like that. Hey, um, watch your language, bro. <laughs> when were you, or were you born? This is a fa it's a family show. <laughs> it's a family show. <laughs> so um, so the, the two honorable other, I had Jason Witten, but the other two honorable mentions I had, um, I think they're, they're just body of work. Not that they were like completely dominating, but they were exciting to watch. Would be uh, Jermichael Finley and then Jimmy Graham when he was with Drew Brees. Jimmy Graham. The Saints. He was always oh, I remember Jimmy That dude was crazy, bro. Yeah, he he had a short stint in uh, Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers, and it 
Did he? It didn't really work. Did out. Jimmy win like that Super just... Bowl with the Saints, or was he not on that team? I don't know. No, he. Uh, I'm pretty sure he did. I'm pretty sure he did. Did he? I don't. I, I didn't even think about that. He. Let me see. I, I just remember. I just remember it was. It was a lock, very similar to uh, Antonio Gates and Philip Rivers. Anytime Drew Brees was throwing it to Jimmy Graham, he caught it, and it was usually a, a big gain, and, and the crowd goes crazy. It said. Sorry, it, that's weird. His stats pen. pull up that he didn't win it. But he was part of the 2010 oh, team, so dude, that's kind of weird. They, they won, yeah, they won it the year before Green Bay won it. He had to have been on that team. He had to have been. Because it says – Because he was a Saint until he went to Packers, I think. Yeah, because it says he oh, was no, he a part to... of the 2010 team. Uh, that, that was his, uh, That's when the Saints won, sorry. But he was part of that team. That's weird because it doesn't come up as a Super Bowl champ. <laughs> yeah, he should have won it. Uh, that's weird. I'll look I, into I think that. he went from there to Seattle and then S- Seattle to Green Bay, I think. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Jermichael Finley and uh, Jimmy Graham. crazy. Uh, uh, my honorable though. mentions were um, Shannon Sharp from your Packers. Shannon um, Sharp. Yeah, she was dope. Put the watch. team on my back. No, dude, Jimmy Graham didn't win any Super Bowl. I've searched it up everywhere now. Really? Yeah. Nah, he, he was not on that. that he, nah, he wasn't on that team when. Uh, he wasn't on it. Really? The, the Katrina Super Bowl? Yeah. yeah. No, he, yeah. Yeah. he nah, says he wasn't, he wasn't part of it. Really? Nah, he wasn't, I don't think he wasn't there yet. Oh, okay. And my I'm, other honorable mention was uh, Vernon Still respect Davis. him, though. What was it, bro? Sorry, I interrupted you. What was that? Oh, my honorable mentions were Shannon Sharp from uh, Domo's Packers mm-hmm. and Vernon Davis from a lot oh. of teams, including the <laughs> Niners. <laughs> a lot of teams. <laughs> uh, Mike's yeah, honorable yeah, yeah, That's my top three. Uh, Misa's honorable mention is uh, Travis Kelsey uh, from Kansas City. Oh, he might take over after a while if he keeps yeah. going the way he's going. If, if, he, if, he, might, he might be the one of the best yeah, exactly. at the end. You know, God forbid exactly. he gets any injuries and stuff like that, stays healthy, well, and keeps playing and the having, way he plays. And, and having um, and Mahomes throw him the ball. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was saying. My, my argument between Gronk and Kelsey was like, well, Gronk's retired, so when did Kelsey start? I know, but when did Kelsey start? Where's the career at? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, to agree with you, like, Depending on how long he goes, he yeah, I think he'll be and, the yeah, goat if he Rob, can. And Rob had going. Tom Brady throwing him all the balls too. Absolutely, so yeah, exactly. He, exactly. He, he couldn't do it without him. That's why he went to Tampa Bay as well. You gotta, you gotta remember yeah, that shit too. Yeah, he, he yep, was absolutely. like, if I'm not playing with Brady, I'm not playing with no yep. one. He followed his <laughs> exactly. ass. He knew. Yeah, exactly. Uh, my honorable mentions, I have, my, I have two. Is uh, just because he's a 49er, George Kittle. Um, hey. So I have him in my list, and then obviously Travis Kelsey. So that's uh, yeah. I think that's I think that wraps up the show. I don't know if you guys have anything else. If Great not, show. sorry, Misa, you couldn't make it, but if, awesome show, guys. If not, that's it for for us at reviewing the call. Uh, this is the first time I get to do the outro, so I'm a little I'm a little nervous. There you go. But uh, no, it's a it, it was a kind of a weird episode because we're so used to Misa, you know, always butting in. I started talking Who's about Cody Bellinger, and no Who's one could guy? shut me up. Everybody you're, agreed you're with me. <laughs> You can't say nothing. So, My uh, opinion doesn't count, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was a good episode, boys. I know it was a little different than usual just because of all the little mishaps we had. But hopefully everybody had oh fun. Um, you can catch That's us true. every Tuesday night at 8.30 sharp, uh, even though today we started at 8.32, but it's okay. Um, but you can catch us, and hopefully we can fix all these little internet issues and program issues so we can all the four boys be together and have fun. Uh, besides that, guys, have a good week. Um, and yeah, just stay blessed. Let me put our outro song and everybody can uh, log off a little bit after that. Peace.